Hello everyone, Sydney St. James. It's getting close to year end now and I have been so busy with so many irons in the fire from trying to finish my last novel or actually my last trilogy to trying to finish up about six different audio books to try to finish up my podcast for season four by year end and try to finish up all this organization as I had become a health coach during 2022 to help people for optimum health. All this put together has left me no time just to sit down and smell the roses. Except today, I'm going to cut a podcast that's unscripted, unbelievable, whatever, that uh, came together in my head as I was sitting here taking a deep breath. Oh, all these different irons are going to go to rest now. And I'm going to record a memory that I had. And for some reason, it just popped into my head when I was five years old. Yep. There's something about times in our later years that Christmas time has a way to bring out some of those memories that have been buried for years. Today, it's just one of those days. Just recently, I began reflecting on a time of my life I haven't thought about in, well, a whole bunch of years. I began remembering the time when I was five years old. And I was staying with my grandma and grandpa, also better known as Grandma Ada and Pop Nelson, because my dad and mom needed some time away some time away from us kids. We were dropped off near Evelyn, Louisiana, outside of Cushata, and my parents went on their happy way for 10 days of vacation. Having the opportunity to stay with my grandma and grandpa for a little while was a treat, to say the least, because they lived in an area way out in the country between sugarcane fields and corn stalks, and lots of places to go put a cane pole in to catch fish. That Christmas, she ended up being longer than she had intended because my father insisted that they extend their vacation. This would be now the first time, the very first time in my five years that I would be without my mom for Christmas. Of course, as any child could or would, I cried over it. Yes, I did, and eventually was assured that everything would work itself out. Well, Christmas Eve arrived, and Grandma Ada and Pop Nelson invited all the friends and the family over to celebrate. I had honestly never seen anything like this before. All the food, the music, the people, the tree, the multicolored wrap presents were everywhere. It was sensory overload, that's for sure. It was as if magic was happening right before my very eyes. I remember sitting quietly in the corner, trying to make sense of everything I was seeing, because up to that point, it had always been just my mom and dad and my brother Daryl, 
celebrating on our own in a much less extravagant way back in Eagle Lake. After warming up a little bit to the guest, I sat down at one of the longest dining room tables I think I've ever seen, even to this very day. And someone said, Are you going to start eating, child? I looked over, and it was my Uncle Sidney sitting next to me, my namesake. I nodded, and he filled my plate up with foods made up of exquisite colors and flavors and textures, the likes of which I had never experienced before. I can remember actually pinching myself to make sure I was not dreaming. Later in the evening, we heard sounds outside on the front door, and it sounded like bells ringing. All the adults started to clamor and make a big spectacle to encourage my Uncle Sidney's, who again I say was my namesake, and his two daughters and me, the only two kids there, to get excited because someone very special had arrived. For some reason... Darrell had stayed back in Eagle Lake during this Christmas with my other grandparents. When then I heard loud knocks at the door, what was it? It was Santa Claus. And I remember being frightened of this Santa, but my Aunt Lexi Goldsby assured me he was safe and friendly. And since I was still just a little puppy, so to speak, uh, I was hesitant. But it wasn't too long I warmed up to him. Now that Santa Claus had arrived, it was time to open up the shiny package presents. I think there must have been more than a hundred presents under the tree, and I'm sure I'm probably exaggerating now, but to a five-year-old, all I can say was there were a bunch. And one by one, Santa passed out all the presents. Everyone sat in a circle, and everyone opened their gifts, one person at a time. And I guess you have to understand that no one thought I was going to be there, so that's probably why what's about to happen, happened. Oh, it was a lovely sight, though, to see each person receiving their gifts. And it was especially fun to see my two beautiful cousins, Lexine and Linda, who were the same age as I was, so full of joy with each present they opened. It was also funny to see how impatient they would get because they had literally received at least 10 or 15 gifts and had to wait her turn or their turn to open them. As the last present was opened, I felt like I was an euphoric, almost dreamlike state after all the joy I had witnessed. While I was in this state, another one of the guests, my Uncle Dolph, he turned to me, and with what seemed to be a particularly loud, husky voice, and he asked, Where are your presents? I remember explaining to him that my mom and dad usually drew pictures and sang songs as our Christmas gifts to each other, but that they were on vacation then and would be coming back for me very soon. I also shared that I was happy, very happy, just watching others celebrate because 
I had never seen such magic before. My Uncle Dolph looked a little confused by my answer and then announced to everyone what had just happened, that I was the only one, and a child, mind you, who had not received a gift. Although I now know that my uncle meant well, his announcement shifted the energy of the entire room of so many people from one of joyful celebration to one of utter silence, where all eyes were looking at me with sympathy. The adults' comments began to pour in. Oh, how sad. And another one I heard was, I feel so bad for him. While others walked up and patted me on my shoulder and asked me if I was okay. I wasn't really sure why everyone's behavior had changed so quickly, but I do remember wondering if something was wrong with me because of what had just happened. A few adults hugged me and said things like, maybe I needed to be a better boy in the coming years so that Santa wouldn't do that again. And then, my friends, that is when came the comment that I now consider one of the greatest gifts I've ever received at Christmas. You'd think this child was invisible, the way he was forgotten, one of the grown-ups stated. In that single moment right then, I excused myself, and I walked to the bathroom, and while still keeping a smile on my face, as though none of the comments and behaviors in the room had phased me, even though inside, I felt totally the opposite. As I think back now, I really admire how that little kid in me was able to keep it together the way that I did. While I was back in the bathroom, after processing through the embarrassment I had just experienced and feeling sorry for myself, I remember having a deep inner sense that one day, when I was grown, I would understand why all of this had happened. Now, if I had my famous time machine that I've had on earlier broadcast, I could whip to the present day. But since I didn't go that much to the past other than by memories, I'm already here. So let's flash forward. Present day. I wondered why, as I sat in my office, staring at the ceiling and just remembering that time in my memories kept coming up in my awareness. After all, my preparation of my podcast are just full of memories, all of them. Was it because of the holidays? Why had it not come up much before? So, I continued to meditate on it and asked the universe. Again, the universe is a ceiling above my head in my recording studio. What purpose did this memory that I'm talking to you today about have in my life at this present time? Within about a minute or two, I received the following message. Because of this and several other similar experiences you've had in your life where you were made to feel invisible and as though you didn't exist, you actually received one of your greatest gifts 
in life. You receive the gift of compassion. Now, that's not to be mistaken with sympathy, which you personally experienced on that Christmas Eve where all the guests felt sorry for you. You received the gift of being able to connect with the true essence of a person where you know only wholeness resides. If you notice, you have since made it your greatest priority in life for others to feel seen, to feel heard, acknowledged, and understood for who they really are. So, although your gift that Christmas Eve didn't come in a shiny wrapped package, you truly received the greatest gift of all. After receiving this message from the universe, I instantly felt a joy rise up in my being and felt as though I was lit up like a Christmas tree full of bubble lights. An epic healing had just taken place within me and a full resolution had been made. Looking back, that Christmas Eve really did bless me with one of the greatest gifts one could ever receive. It led me down a path to where I was able to connect with people on a heart-to-heart level. What a gift. And for that, I am forever grateful. I share this experience with the hope that you too are able to recognize the gifts you've been blessed with, even if they were birthed during times of great challenge or hardship. As you look back over this past year, you might be wondering what gifts could possibly be hidden inside times of loss or struggle, all the terrible things happening across America at this time. But there is always a gift. A journey of physical pain can lead to knowledge about healing, about forgiving. Financial hardship can lead to an understanding of true abundance, and emotional loss can lead to the realization that love is something we create within ourselves. So whatever challenges you faced, take a moment and ask yourself, what gift have I gained from this experience? You may have many gifts that lie unseen, waiting for you to claim them. Tap into the wisdom, the wisdom that will show you those gifts. I know there are great blessings there, waiting for you to open up and receive them. Merry Christmas, everyone, from me to all of you and yours, and happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, and have a very happy New Year. And to end my broadcast today, I would like to play my most favorite gospel tune from the First Presbyterian Church in Eagle Lake every Christmas growing up, even back when I was five and six years old. 